Hi, it's Nicholas Blank here from The Cloud Architect. In today's short, I have the pleasure of speaking to Michael von Horenbeck. Even though he's fresh off the plane and in the middle of remodeling his house, we managed to talk about the value of Microsoft Inspire. We also talk about Microsoft Teams and Azure security as strategic directions and much more. Stay tuned for another episode of the Cloud Architects podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Cloud Architects podcast. Today, I'm here with Michael, who is a Microsoft partner, and Michael has just come back from Inspire. So, Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, Nick. Good morning, and thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for making your time available. And I'm going to ask you, Michael, I've on purpose been very brief in terms of my introduction of you. I'd like you, if you don't mind, to introduce yourself and then to introduce your company. Sure. So, um, as you said, Michael, I've been in the community, technical communities, for, for a long time. I've been an uh, eight-year now MVP, I believe. Started off as an exchange MVP, Office Apps and Services, like we all are these days. Um, I've worked with numerous par uh, partners over the, the past uh, years and have recently started my, uh, my own company, uh, along with uh, some other folks, including another MVP as well. Um, which ultimately is one of the reasons why uh, we attended um, Inspire this year. This was your first Inspire that you attended? Uh, as a partner myself, yes. As a partner. So before we go down the Inspire route, do you want to tell us what do you do as a partner? Because I understand that you are very cloud focused. Is that right? Yes, yes. Cloud first. Well, only cloud, I'd almost say. Obviously, there's a legacy that we have to deal with, but our company yes. uh, delivers both consulting services, uh, managed services uh, to a variety of, of, of organizations worldwide. Um, we don't have a specific focus uh, like healthcare or finance. We've got customers uh, in pretty much all verticals of all sizes as well, mm -hmm. uh, where we help them you know, deploy technology, uh, adopt technology, and then improve the deployments they have or solve uh, specific business, business challenges. You know, things they, they need to build on top of teams, for instance. Uh, within within our focus areas, M365 is obviously um, what we what we um, specialize in. And within M365, there is even three pillars that we uh, focus more on. Uh, one of them is identity and security, which is what I'm responsible for. Then there is communication and collaboration, which my colleague Yuan is responsible for, which includes teams and so forth and so on. And then we've got a pillar on uh, deployment, i.e. Windows deployment, SCCM, Intune, and so forth and so on. Obviously, yeah. outside of that, there's a couple of other things that we that we do as well, the, the power platform. Um, but those are basically the three main focus areas. Okay, so if we look at the, the three clouds that Microsoft has, we always think of them as Dynamics, Azure, and then Productivity. Productivity is anything to do with Office 365. So as a Microsoft partner, it's fair to say that you are very productivity focused. Yeah, productivity and um, you know a, a tie-in, a, a, a big tie-in with with Azure, uh, right? Because when, once you're dealing with the whole productivity suite and all the tie-ins that it has to, for instance, even legacy, mm -hmm. you quickly get to you know have to deal with you know legacy servers, uh, some of which may be hosted in Azure. And if you're going to do that, then obviously you're touching on the uh, Azure infrastructure side of things. Uh, and from a security perspective. 
we cover the whole breadth of things, right? So yes. we do have a focus on the productivity side, but once you start doing M365 security, if you will, right, then you venture into Azure Security Center or Sentinel, which are all Azure components, mm -hmm. uh, which are fully included in what we do too. Okay. So let's talk about conference for a second. Now, we both have attended conferences and been on both sides of the curtain, or should I say both sides of the microphone, and we've experienced firsthand that a number of times there are some things that only happen in conferences. The mm -hmm. other side of the coin, though, is that everything that happens at a Microsoft conference within reason is free. So it's free broadcast of the fact uh, we can download the stuff, we can watch it at our leisure. And so in your remit as a Microsoft partner, as the head of the business, why would you go to Inspire and what value do you get out of physically attending that conference? Sure. Um, and that, first of all, that's a great question. Um, uh, because we debated the same thing before leaving for Inspire. Uh, we had yeah. a thorough conversation with all partners um, about, hey, should we attend uh, Inspire? If so, why? And what is the value that we're going to try and get out of Inspire? Yes. Um, because we didn't know. We never attended as partners ourselves. Uh, we took the bet and we said, you know what? We're going to go. We're going to make up our minds after having attended Inspire. And we're going to take it from there to determine whether or not we're going to return next year. Which is, right. you know, I think, a quote-unquote smart strategy. Um, because you don't know what you don't know. Um, so after ha having attended Inspire this year, um, the jury is, is very decisive. This was hugely valuable for us uh, for a number of things. And um, it's not so much about content. I think you you mentioned it right. Um, everything is recorded. Uh, you can view it afterwards. It's, it's kind of mm -hmm. like Ignite, you know, should you go there for purely the sessions themselves? Uh, I think there's two things, right? Um, as for the sessions, um, sure, you can watch them afterwards, but how often do you actually take time out of your day to pause and watch those recordings? Mm. Right? I know I probably wouldn't, uh, unless it's something that I absolutely have to see. Uh, and the problem with Ignite is there are so many things. Um, mm. I always end up creating a list of these are the things I need to see, and then I never get to them just because mm. life happens, business happens, and off you go. So taking the one week out actually forces you to go to sessions that you've scheduled, um, which is a good thing. Um, second of all, I, I went to see uh, Simon Sinek in person, mm, one of these that's sessions. Stunning. Oh, um, I mean, that alone would have been worth the trip over to Vegas. Um, but that session was usually valuable at various levels. First of all, Simon, right? Um, I admit I have a huge man crush on the guy. Um, he's, he's epic, right? Um, right? But things he said resonated really well. Um, and I, I do feel that, that some of the, uh, the value you would get by just watching it, like watching a video, it, it would, wouldn't just be the same. It's hard to describe that though. Mm. Um, but I, I really came out of that session. I was enthused uh, and I'm typically not the kind of guy that's all cheery, whatever it is, but I came out and I said, wow, great. And that was at the beginning of the week, right? So it mm -hmm. really set the tone for the rest of the week. Um, but you know, this being said, uh, there were some less great sessions too. I think that's you for every conference, um, some which you know I went to. I said mm, this maybe wouldn't have been the greatest choice, mm -hmm. um, but it's something I learned for for next year. Um, but you know that that's content, right? I yeah. don't think the value 
of the conference is in the sessions they provide. Mm -hmm. Some of it is hidden in sessions, but it's more about everything that entails the conference. Um, so for us, one of our um, key uh, goals was to, you know, get a better connection to our local sub. Don't get me wrong. We've got a great connection with the people in our local uh, sub as well. We know them very well, work with them together. But it's an opportunity because Microsoft has um, has hosted both um, Microsoft Inspire and their internal conference ready in the same week. So you've mm -hmm. got both technical salespeople all at the same time um, there, which creates unique uh, networking opportunities. Now, mm -hmm. we had the pleasure and uh, that our local sub organized what they call the Belgian beer house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, during three nights, they rented a place where all, you know, uh, Belux um, folks would come together, have discussions with one another. That was just epic uh, because it gave us the opportunity to talk to all Microsoft people uh, mm -hmm. in our local sub together, right? Have mm -hmm. some interesting conversations there. But it also had all the other partners in Belgium that attended that were there. So if you had to talk to a specific partner or if you wanted to to discuss some business with them, that was a great opportunity, right? So to me, that that networking event, that ability to cozy up to the local sub, if you will, but also to talk to some of the other local partners was you know, immensely valuable. We learned a lot about, hey, you know, we're we're having these challenges. How are you dealing with them mm -hmm. um, versus, OK, this is how you solve them. So I had a list of to do still have on, OK, need to do this, need to do that and so forth and so on uh, towards advancing our pa partnership to you know, unblocking some of the scenarios we had. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was really, really, really good. Um, then um, Inspire is about, uh, I'm going to use some of the, the, the Kool-Aid, it's about being inspired about what Microsoft is doing, but at the end of the mm -hmm. day, it is. Um, they share a little bit about what they've done in fiscal 2019. Um, obviously, numbers were really good. Um, mm -hmm. And they looked ahead into fiscal 2020, sharing, you know, this is what is important to us. Um, as a partner, you can read between the lines, and obviously, you don't have to do really hard because they make a really your good job of letting you know what you need to focus on, um, or you know, at least what Microsoft's focus on and, and where the gaps are. Um, so as a partner, there's two things that you can do. You can get the message, do something with it, or you can just ignore it and do whatever you need to do, um, which is fine either way. For us, it was a confirmation, okay, we went down a certain route. Um, we still continue to go down the, uh, the same route. Mm -hmm. um, next fiscal, teams, 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 and teams, and there's still teams. Um, mm -hmm. And security, obviously, no surprises there, but it's a good re reaffirmation of, okay, these are the, um, the focus points um, for Microsoft. Um, so Clearly, those are the things that resonated with you. Are there other things that Microsoft was quite particular about that you found, okay, maybe like we've heard AI over the years, AI on everything. Did you hear some of these things where you, you thought, okay, there's another AI message, not in my bucket, or was everything that you heard aligned to teams and security? Maybe because I went and searched for everything that related to teams and security because it was kind of related to our business. Uh, most mm -hmm. of what I learned that week was related around that. However, um, it wasn't just that, right? 
AI is a big thing, uh, augmented reality. I mean, the core notes, even though they're cheery and lots of high level fluff, um, they have some great messages hidden in there. I thought mm. the um, the demo that Julia White did yes. was extremely powerful um, because what it showed, at least to me, is this is what technology is capable of, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like when Microsoft ventured into the, the Surface devices, it's more of a statement of this is what you can do with the devices yes. and then, you know, kind of, um, kicking the butt for all the other vendors of you can do better, right? This yes. is just an, a statement of this is what you could build. Uh, there were a lot of examples. I'm going to take Teams as one of them again um, of, hey, this is what you can do with Teams, which for, for us triggered some of, wow, that's a nice idea. Well, why didn't I think of that? Mm -hmm. Kind of jumpstarts your, your brain into, mm, let's be a little bit more creative. Try and combine some of these things together. Um, and then uh, kind of a segue into, into that, that message you have the hub, right? Like mm -hmm. um, at Ignite, that where all mm -hmm. vendors and partners are and try and sell you whatever they have. What, what I found really, really interesting at the hub there is maybe it's because it was a conference um, because it's pretty much the same vendors that you'd see at Ignite too, is mm -hmm. the alignment with some of the statements that Microsoft made, um, how they buy into the vision of Microsoft and how they're really trying to solve some of the challenges you see in the market in a very neat and smart way. Um, I enjoyed roaming the hub so much. I got to know a lot of new vendors, um, mm -hmm. which for some reason I must have, you know, ignored them before. Um, it's, it's maybe the different mindset now as a business owner that you take a different yeah. look at, at how vendors do yeah. things. Um, but it was really interesting, especially because uh, one of the, not so hidden messages for Microsoft at the conference was to um, that you know it's great that you enable technology, but what what it's worth if people aren't using it, right? Yes. Uh, because renewal comes up and then people are looking at it and be like, well, we didn't do anything with that license, so let's just remove the license, which is obviously mm. not interesting to Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and I agree, you can do more with technology. It's kind of the Microsoft mantra, right? Enable people to do to achieve and do more through technology. Um, so adoption is a big and important part. And what I loved about um, Inspire this year is the number of vendors that were there that came up with various solutions on how to drive adoption in a very smart way to tie that back into the context of where the user is working without having to yank them out. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's some promising solutions being built. Uh, we had some sneak previews, obviously, which I can't tell about. Mm -hmm. um, but I think in the coming months, we'll see some great stuff coming out and that, that, that'll make it really interesting over the, the coming year, I'd say. Okay. So yeah, those are uh, three you know, really important parts. And then um, something unexpectedly um, leading up to Ignite, we start getting invites from Microsoft. Hey, can you have a side meeting conversation about you know, partner ecosystem? Um, or some engineering folks, uh, people I knew uh, before that I was able to meet up with, which is obviously always great. Mm -hmm. um, uh, also some strategy meetings into, hey, this is what we're thinking of. Uh, what are your deployment blo blockers and so forth and so on? Um, I, it, it really felt like, you know, Microsoft's listening, right? They, they really are. The meetings we've had is more them listening to our feedback than the other way mm -hmm. around, which uh, to me was usually valuable because I could vent, sometimes I have to, um, about, you know, these are my frustrations. And mm -hmm. then you you get a certain feedback, which, you know, uh, is 
I could really appreciate. Um, so if if you combine all these all these things, right, the the being able to interact with local partners and local sub, get to know them better, know how we can better work together. Um, obviously, some of the content, which more relates, not so much technically, right, because mm -hmm. both you and I are technically well aware of what's coming. It's more okay, what are we thinking of? Where are we moving to? Why are we moving in, in a certain direction? And how does that relate to you as a partner that was was usually valuable? Um, and then then obviously everything that, that entails around that, people you know that you can meet up with, the side meetings with vendors and, and Microsoft themselves. All in all, that was, you know, a, a full busy week, but really, mm -hmm. really, really interesting. Okay, okay, I like that. You should go. I have uh, resisted going for the sake of doing a conference for the sake of a conference. And what's nice to hear from you is that as a business owner and as a partner, that you are receiving value that you feel is able to offset the cost of being away, away from your customers, away from home, the inconvenience of not having family around you. So you have all those costs. But on the other side, you feel that you have that cost benefit. And since we are talking as one partner to another, as opposed to one technology professional to another, that's quite important when you look at balancing the cost of going to any conference, let alone what can be perceived as the Kool-Aid conference. I'm going to go and drink the Kool-Aid. I'm going to go visit the mothership, whatever analogy that you want to use. But ultimately, there's all that time away from where you could be customer facing. So what I'm getting from you is that it was worth a time. One of the big reasons for it was worth a time was for you as a business owner, you were able to get the stuff in between the lines. Where's Microsoft going? What does it mean for you and your business? And that you clearly feel like you've come away inspired as well as empowered to do something that two weeks ago you weren't in the position to be is that fair that's that's a fair statement and maybe i want to add a little little more nuance to this in in terms of um do we know where microsoft's headed from a technology perspective sure right we we knew that before that teams was important security was important so that in itself isn't isn't um new it's more the approach of why uh, which I found usually valuable um, and, and, and kind of get the reasoning, but also the, the business input into, okay, so what does this mean to your business? Where Microsoft actually made a pretty good statement of, you know, how as a business owner, can you, you know, drive value for customers? Gave mm -hmm. lots of examples, not telling you, go all and do the same thing. It's more, these are some examples of what you could be doing. And if you're doing great, you know, continue doing whatever you do, but also think that you could do this and that and kind of jumpstart your your uh, creativity, I'd say, uh, from a business perspective. And that was something I, I wasn't expecting. So. Mm. so final question before we let you go. Sure. You've been to the conference, you've drunk the Kool-Aid, you've been inspired. What is immediately actionable for you as a result of going to the conference what is the thing that says this is the big thing that i got away from the conference that i can use today or tomorrow hmm, so i should be giving away some business secrets right um <laughs> without placing your business at risk obviously and this is where you can speak on behalf of your business or on behalf of your person 
Yes, of course, no worries. Uh, no, there's there's a couple of actionable uh, items, right? Uh, first of all, uh, as I mentioned, I had a task list of things um, in our partnership, technically, like the whole CSP part, COSAL and so forth and so on. I did kind of, there's so much that you're, you're getting lost into. Wow, yes. What do I need to do? I have the do this, do that, do this, do that, go do this, and then you're ready. And I'm like, I, if I only knew this was so simple, only by talking to a couple of people rather than browsing all the websites. So that's actionable things, number one. Um, so that's definitely that. Um, then in terms of focus areas, um, we were already aligned with Microsoft strategy. It's just refining some of our offerings where I think, okay, they've got a point. We should have probably better articulated certain things. Um, maybe add a couple of possibilities to our solutions or offerings, if you will, based on what we saw, kind of venture out a little bit into into some other spaces that we hadn't done before. But those are definitely two things that, that I'm currently working on, making sure that we, you know, we, we get that. Um, and that was you know, a one-on-one -on -one immediate takeaway from the conference. Stunning, stunning. Michael, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for sharing what you gained out of the conference. And um, in future, we may want to have you on the show again, but this time for technical reasons. Well, I'm always there for you if you need me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Hey, everyone. Before you go, we just wanted to say thank you for listening. We really enjoyed putting this podcast together for you every two weeks. Please visit us at thearchitects.cloud or alternatively drop us a tweet. We'd love to hear what you have to say. At the Cloud Arc.